0: Welcome to SBCA's Lumber Connection podcast, where we discuss today's market and explore tomorrow's trends. Here's our host, Molly Butts.
1: Hello and welcome to Lumber Connection. It's the week of April 24th, 2023, and I'm in the studio with my regular experts, Justin Binning and Ken Timmons. Both Justin and Ken are part of American International Forest Products, or AIFP. Welcome to the podcast, gentlemen.
2: Thanks, Molly. Hey there, Molly. How we doing?
1: Good, good. We had a few tech issues getting into this, didn't we? But we've got that sorted out. Hope everybody can hear all of us well. well we, we oh finished, my goodness!
0: We almost finished with the tech issue last week. Remember, we didn't even know if we recorded. Right, we just, right. Didn't know if we were going to start. With. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and here we are. We made it. We made it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, let's start where we left off with a couple of weeks ago and uh, have a short recap of the lumber market over the last little bit.
2: Dibs on going first. Um, out of the West, the market tone is firmer. Prices are trending upward. Activity's getting better. But the West was also the very last to get through the winter weather. And I mean, there's still a lot of markets covered in snow, starting to melt, some runoff, that sort of thing. So the Western markets, Mountain States, California, Pacific Northwest, all kind of waking up, shaking off winter. Um, and there's good activity to follow. Even though it doesn't feel like robust activity at the end of the trading day, we look at the number of orders we're putting in there and it's honestly pretty significant. Um, we've had some great sales days over the last few weeks. Um, I think the hottest tidbit of info I could share with the group is there's high, high, high degrees of substitution between products and between species. For example, the spread between number two and number one, very skinny. The spread between green and dry dug fur, negligible in some markets. There's a lot of that going on. People are buying products that aren't what they traditionally use. Um, you know, a guy who walks up to the bar and gets a Jose Cuervo Margarita is walking away with a Don Julio for the same price. Okay. But that's going on all over the place. Um, so there's lots of happy people on the uh, component manufacturing side there. Obviously, sawmills would still like to increase prices, all things considered. Okay. They are still running pretty close to their costs on a lot of this wood. Uh, prices are very cheap historically, and labor costs are up. So the mills would like to raise prices, and they are starting to raise prices on certain items. And customers are cashing in on savings right now. And there's been a lot of trading going on. Jess poked us here and asked if the value, if it's a value in price or in availability, both are available. You can pretty much get almost any product you want within, let's just say anything you want to buy in the first species. You can get it before the end of May. Mid, mid May order files ships a couple weeks, that sort of scenario. Um, so availability is really not an issue. It's just a price, a value in price right now. Um, spreads typically, like if you're we talking about a number two to a number one, grade, We're seeing in some markets, it's the same price or a small premium. So um, for a lot of people, and the most important thing with that is say, you know, you're, you're engineering with number two and you get to work your way up to a one and better you're using less web stock, you're using less plates, you get to save on some of the other materials, um, less skews in your yard, all sorts of good stuff that happen with that. So that's probably the, the, the juiciest tidbit of info I have for CMs this week. Um, I would just say full speed ahead, explore all your options and um, don't be afraid to try some new products while it's easy to source because you never know when things get weird and, and tight and scarce. Um, and having a level of comfort with more products and SKUs if you ever need to substitute better just to get that done out of the way now.
0: Yeah. Well said. I I think in the South yellow pine, we uh, you know, it's pine was hanging in there for the last four weeks and was actually one of one of the more stronger species in the market overall. And it feels like we've, we've kind of hit the wall. Um, The supply demand balance was very good. And I should say, it should say it still is, but it's starting to lean, um, more in the, in the customer's favor and the buyer's favor where mills are starting to stack more wood. Um, and we're starting to see some discounts being taken, um, through all zones, um, on really all products outside of two by 12. Two by 12 continues to be the standout, continues to be a very, very difficult product to source. Um, MSR grade. I would say is, is something that obviously we've talked about for over the past year or two years has been, you know, more difficult to find. It seems like there's been more and more product availability with the stress break. Um, Goodness. I think there's more, more people producing the product, um, taking advantage of, uh, that, you know, price, uh, you know, price that it's trading over your number one or your number two. So we're starting to see more of that product enter the marketplace, which I think is a good thing. Uh, it's great for our, for our trust and component manufacturers. But yeah, I just, um, you know, it's, a, it's a head scratcher each day. I mean, Ken, Ken touched on it's like, you know, you so look up and we're selling really well. Um, but it just, it's a, um, it's kind of a fist fight every day, um, to get the orders and to try and pair it up. Um, that's, that doesn't feel like anything's necessarily easy. Which isn't a bad thing, but, um, it's just kind of the market that we're in. Um, I think over the next, you know, few weeks, there's a lot of projects that are getting started all throughout the South. Um, so I think we'll see a better takeaway uh, at some point, but I do think that we're going to see a little price retraction in the meantime. Um, it feels like the Midwest is starting to dethaw. Uh, as is the Northeast, uh, I'm hearing from some folks up there that activity is picking up. Um, I asked, you know, some folks today in, in the, uh, uh, Minneapolis and, uh, in through the Dakotas, they said, how, how, how's the outlook? You know, how are things looking? How's, how's business? They said, fantastic. Um, we've got business as far as we can see. Uh, at the same time, they've got a good, level of inventory to, they want to start shipping that product. So, so that's starting to take place. Things feel good for the most part, you know, it's much tougher to find someone that says that business isn't good. Um, so, you know, business feels good and we need housing and we're going to stay busy, but in the meantime, I just think with the amount of supply that we have, I don't see a, a ton of volatility in either one way or the other. Um, I think we're we're settling into a a pretty narrow trading range.
1: Yeah, we were talking a little bit right before we got on, right? And it does just in looking at what's happening, if you, you know, looking at the news, looking at the trends that, that are available to us, obviously in print, things just feel a little bit flat right now, which I guess could be a good thing, right? So you know what to expect. And, you know, any of the other news reports and what you guys are hearing and what we're hearing too is that while starts are down a little more than they have been, we're still outpacing the expectations for, you know, where starts are going to go. So it seems like things are on pace for a decent spring at some point here. I hope. Yeah.
0: Yeah, And again, it's like, I remember a year or two ago, we, it was all about the herd mentality, right? It's like everybody was out or everybody was in. And it was like, there was few and far between orders in between, you know, it's either you couldn't find it. And if you had it, you could sell it for whatever, or you couldn't get your hands on anything. And, Now, again, it's just we're in this just-in-time mentality in terms of purchasing. So there's this constant feeding from different segments in our industry. They're just kind of taking part each day a little bit at a time as they see fit, which is just keeping this, again, balance with supply and demand really in check. And when you do that, this is the type of price movements that you get, which they don't move a whole lot. Um, And I also think it's partly in relation to the overall price of goods, too, right? Sure.
1: Sure. And I think, you know, inflation cooling a little bit has helped as well. So hopefully that continues in the right direction. That's good. Well, I guess with that in mind, let's talk about what we should be thinking about for the next little bit. I know you're talking about, you know, order file being out, say, looks like, what, two and a half, three weeks at this point. We're sort of still in this just-in-time mentality. Things feel flat. What does that mean for our component manufacturers?
2: I think it's pretty easy in the West. I mean, it's it's a safe time to buy, unless you're going crazy long. I mean, I think anything you buy to ship in May is going to be fine. Early June is fine. Late June's maybe unnecessary right now, but keep a thumb on it on the pulse. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are a component manufacturer that uses MSR, lock it up today. Still Select truck, one and better, smart to buy. If you're a manufacturer that uses more to a better, I'm probably less bullish, but still bullish. Um, I don't think anyone necessarily needs to get too far over their skis, but I don't think there's any sweetheart value deal coming out in the next three weeks that doesn't already exist today. And I think things are as good as they're gonna be for 30 days right now. So I think okay. it's a safe time to buy, it's a smart time to buy. I think there's very, very little
0: risk involved in purchasing lumber in the Western species, right? now. To Ken's point, uh, again, I said that kind of my closing last week, I don't Mm -hmm. see a lot of downside risk. um, Again, with I think the amount of spring business that's yet to kind of come to fruition, I do think we stole some spring momentum early um, in our winter, um, which, okay, it is what it is. But I also think we're going to have a later spring push them, you know, typically we'd start to see that now or maybe, you know, three, four weeks ago to see it start. I just think we're going to get a little bit later of a push. Do I think that prices are going to score, or, you know, soar sky high? No, not necessarily, but I do think that we will see some appreciation in the latter half uh, of this month or in mean, going into the next, just based on what I know is out there and know that needs to get done and needs to get purchased. So um, with that said, Beat some people to the punch, you know, get some wood purchase now. Uh, make sure you get your shipments locked in. I will say trucking is not bad in terms of capacity. Trucking is moving fluidly. However, mm-hmm. we have seen an increase in um, truck rates in a lot of lanes, anywhere from 25 to 35 cents a mile, which adds up. So you've got that added cost on there as well. But um, things seem to be moving, but we are paying a little bit more money for for freight right now sure
1: neither of you mentioned anything about impending maintenance or any other curtailment related items are you guys hearing anything about mill
0: nothing yet yeah. typically July August is more kind of that sure. time frame that, w- that we'll see that um, but nothing slated on the books no uh no new curtailment notices um, that I know of uh, or happens steady or t- say'm nothing looking out of the west
1: all right. Well, uh, things seem pretty even keel. I guess that's a, a good thing. You can count on some expectations to be uh, met as far as pricing and availability. And um, yeah, sounds like a pretty pretty even keel kind of a, a week. So um, I guess with that, we'll go ahead and wrap up for this time. Uh, Justin, Ken, thank you so much for your continued expertise and enthusiasm. As always, I've enjoyed our time together and uh, I look forward to the next installment of Lumber Connection.
2: Thank you, Molly. Thanks, Molly. Talk to you guys soon. We'll see you next week. Yeah, That's right. Be in Nashville. Can't wait. Be
1: in Nashville.
0: This has been a Lumber Connection podcast by SBCA. If you have a question you'd like a guest to answer on a future podcast, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.